You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 315. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Marisa here on a creative Thursday. I'm back with you on the podcast with some thoughts today about when you're not feeling it. And I'm talking about your art. And for my business owners, my professional creatives, your art business because at the end of the day, there is no art business without our art. And certainly the lines can be blurred when you take your passion, what gives you joy. I'm assuming, you can let me know if I'm wrong. I'm assuming most of us artists get into following this passion and turning it into a career because it brings us a lot of joy. We haven't fully flipped the stereotype that artists are going to make a ton of money. We're working on it, but most artists are in it because it gives them great joy and they want to share that experience with people. And yes, I know there are a lot of nuances around that. It depends upon the kind of art that you make. I'm not talking about the film industry. I'm just talking about visual artists for today in terms of illustration, design, painting, um, sculpting could fall into that category as well. And so what happens when you really just aren't feeling any of it and specifically your art. And very often I like to share a couple of tips or thoughts with you on the podcast. And today there's really one, one tip that I want to share with you because I've certainly had a couple of weeks that have challenged me in new ways, both personally more so personally than professionally. And what happens for me is I don't really want to broadcast it. I don't know if you feel like you know me well enough to know that, you know, I I would assume that you know that I don't have good days sometimes, <laughs> that things are challenging for me too. And I suggest that because, you know, a long time ago, and I haven't, I haven't shared it recently, when I first started blogging, I specifically said, because we have been addressing this question for 
years. How much do you share? How much do you share personally? What do you share? When's sharing too much really too much? Isn't vulnerability good and connecting with your audience? And while the landscape does change because more and more people are sharing and from my perspective, sharing more than they used to in terms of vulnerability and challenges they're experiencing, that has shifted for sure. And the short answer that I've always encouraged is that's really a personal choice for you. And my personal choice from the time that I started blogging, because yes, we were asking that question then as well, is I'm here to share joy with you, to share inspiration with you, to uplift you, put positive energy into the world. And so I am unapologetically sharing with you the best parts of life and business. And I certainly, I certainly, I was the word that's coming to mind, but veered from that. I, I made exceptions rather to that particular guideline I had set for myself when I felt extremely passionate about something that felt unfair in the creative industry as a whole that I felt like by sharing, calling attention to it, um, in some cases, some people might have thought I was whistleblowing, you know, that it, the intention was to uplift the industry as a whole. And it was more because I had felt so unaware of what was actually involved in building a creative business online at that time. A lot of it is, has changed, which is great. And a lot of it is still, still hanging out in the old, uh, starving artist beliefs, but we'll, we'll talk about that on any other day. I would bring attention to this with an intention of, of educating and helping you not to create a bunch of drama. It's not really my style. And I do plenty of that internally. I do. I have uh, emotions that cycle throughout any given day, throughout any given week or month. And I don't bring that to you. And uh, part of the reason is that's not the best version of myself. Also, this is just my personal opinion. We have a lot of that. I cannot log on to social media or uh, particular, in particular Facebook. I can't log on and do my work and show up with my intention without coming across a lot of very emotional emotionally charged posts. And I don't want anyone to misunderstand that there's any um, judgment around that. Although, let me see if I can decipher or distinguish the difference of judgment. I respect that someone may feel that that is the place for them to share that. And I differ from that opinion. And part of that reason is because I think everybody's got a lot going on. And it really, I noticed this, it really intensified um, during the pandemic. And there was so much unrest and so much fear. And that on some level, it seemed to perpetuate this ongoing discussion 
of things that are really difficult. And there are a lot of difficult things that have come out of that. But I feel like the overall focus shifted from when I first started sharing online, where occasionally we would talk about something personal that was coming up. But the focus for me and and our early community, from my perspective, was that we were sharing about creativity and art making and And wanting to inspire that, not a place to have a personal journal. And certainly I started before Facebook was really a thing. And so I see a lot of that. I know that people are friends. Um, What happens is a lot of business people, colleagues, peers, you know, friend you on Facebook. So there's always been that distinction of, well, not that I don't feel friendly with people I do business with, but. I only share very personal experiences with a handful of trusted close friends. It's not, Facebook is not a place I want to broadcast that. And so because I feel sensitive to it, I'm just sharing with you my perspective. Leading into this conversation of when you're not feeling it, I typically get quiet. Uh, When I have more to say, I'm mostly feeling grounded, centered, joyful. If I don't have anything to say, I'm leaning the other direction. And going back to what I was sharing with you is that, you know, I would assume that you know that I have difficult days too. The reason that that perception could be skewed is that someone might say, well, I only see your post about wins or what works or, you know, but if you really study uh, my posts or more importantly, are connected to me through email or this podcast, then, you know, I also, when it feels relevant or when I feel like I'm in the right place to share something personal, more personal that I feel could be helpful for you, that I that I will. But there's always that piece, right? Is this helpful for someone coming across this post? Is this helpful for someone listening in to the podcast? Or is this me um, giving you my personal diary, looking for um, empathy or, you know, uh, dare I say a pity party, which I'm really not into for me. Like I said, I can do that on my own, in the privacy of my own home and my own company. I don't need to bring you into it because you've got things going on too. So my intention has always been clear about sharing my art from that inspirational place, a joyful place. That's where I tend to create and, and creativity. And, you know, in the way that people share now, that could potentially be seen as one note And maybe sometimes people don't feel as connected to me because I'm not giving you everything. And those are conversations I've had to have, you know, with myself, with my peers, when we talk about the best approach um, with the expansive artists, when we have this conversation, because there is a way that you can really open to connection when you are vulnerable. But there is something from my perspective disingenuous about it when you are solely doing it for that purpose versus my approach again, is this is by me sharing this part of my story going to help you in some way to inspire you? 
And if that's the case, um, or to draw attention to something that we could all as a community of creatives, you know, work on together or, or create transformation around. And I'm sticking to that approach. It feels good to me, but that also means that as a business owner, what if I'm really not feeling like sharing anything? And so here's what it all comes down to for me. And I thought a lot about this because I too get really burned out from just the overall approach to social media, not the intention Um, I'm not talking about the social media owners, owners of Facebook. I'm not talking about Mark Zuckerberg. I'm talking about we got online because it was a way for us to connect with people, not to replace in person, to enhance, to have the opportunity to connect with people who were maybe in parts of the world that we aren't traveling to or, you know, haven't been yet. And so there was a very specific intention there that has shifted in the way that social media has been created, the way algorithms will favor, as an example, any dramatic posts, because there's always a lot of comments on it. And so you'll tend to see more of that. Anything with that sort of hook in it, that's dramatic, quite honestly, or polarizing. And that's, again, not presenting a fairly accurate view of or maybe not presenting at all the more positive view. Not that those posts don't also get recognition, but I think you know what I mean. Just just pop in there and see what tends to get the most attention. And that is all set up to feed these things in our brain, you know, to get us riled up. So we spend more time there and um, all of that has increased. I think it's fair to say that Getting riled up and sharing that publicly has increased way more than when I first started sharing online. And so I get burnt out with all of that because my intention has always remained clear and uh, I could do a lot to stir that and I won't. Um, I don't like it, don't like it in my feed, and there's not a whole lot I can do about it as a business owner online. So what do I do with that? Because disappearing also doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't. I know a lot of people like to say, well, if you step away and you come back, people won't forget you. Yes, to some degree, that's true. Um, I took a little pause on the podcast. I don't think you've completely forgotten about me. I've been doing a lot of work in the background, supporting my members. That's where my focus has been versus being outward. And simultaneously, that is not how an online business grows or, or, you know, will grows or get started to begin with. And I see the same frustrations that I experience at this level happening to people starting out. And there's a way that we all have to figure out for ourselves as individuals what's going to work for us in terms of being consistent with what we share and also honoring our own boundaries and or sensitivities to what is being shared, how it's being distributed, and overall how all of this got created and in some ways got a little out of hand in terms of what it's doing to people's uh, mental health and well-being. 
but that's just an opinion, right? Um, certainly, I know I can find articles and stats to demonstrate how that might be affecting not only us, but especially our younger generation, which is also a conversation for another time. But it's not going away. And if you have an online business, it is one of the most amazing tools to connect, to connect. If you feel connected to me at all, just by sharing what I'm sharing here, that's the goal, right? If you're feeling a little bit less alone and you're like, what is she going to say about this? Because I'm feeling it as well. Here's what I would say. The way that I find my my uh, path back to center is to, whether I was sharing publicly or not, just as a person, a human, is to uh, tap into a variety of tools that I have gathered over the years that help me feel connected again. And in this case, you know, one of the very first ones that I discovered, uh, a few of them are, are yoga, which now includes uh, dance, I would say exercise overall, but a certain kind of exercise that really brings me joy. And I would say meditation, but meditation is very challenging for me if I'm not in the right headspace. <laughs> to quiet the not good headspace is a lot of effort. So sometimes I got to come in another way. Um, socializing and connecting with trusted friends is a, is a real good connector for me. And uh, talking things through, you know, same thing at home, like not wanting to bring all of it to Sean. Uh, I don't believe in us like dumping emotionally at home, but we also have to have a place sometimes where we can just be really vulnerable, um, feel our emotions with the intention of how am I gonna how am I gonna move through this or just release this? You know, I like to still be thoughtful about those conversations. And that's just taken me practice. But those conversations are so helpful. And of course, the main one that I want to talk to you about today is making art. So I was thinking about this and I thought, well, what's going to help me the most right now on many different levels? And we talk a lot about art being healing. And, you know, many of us found our way to art because it became something healing for us. And it was very transformational. And so, you know, it's in, it's in my, my tool, toolbox. So they say toolbox, toolkit, <laughs> tool belt is making art. But the interesting thing about making art again and weaving that into your business is that suddenly, you know, you have to separate your business hat from is this work going to sell? Or is it saleable to my current audience? Is it um, something I want to sell? It becomes this whole other conversation, and the waters can get muddy about the connection of of like pure art making. And because I supported myself solely off of my art for so long, I really had to navigate that quite a lot. And now I have built another business that is about education, um, about business coaching. Uh, I've given a lot of thought to this too, because I'm, I'm really excited to say I passed uh, 12 weeks of business coaching um, a sort of certification and it was 
intensive and fantastic. And it's still going. I'm still working with my coach on this. And um, it's been so enlightening, so enlightening. So this combination of up-leveling for myself, um, that stirring the pot of just personal things happening, um, business shifts happening, and feeling like, okay, you know, when we go through periods of immense growth, which can feel very challenging sometimes, that's usually when we end up having our biggest breakthrough. How do we find our center in that as best we can, right? And so for me, that's art making. But that thought of, well, I've been making art, but I also want to sell my art and. I thought I need to just take that out for a moment. And so I had this idea and I'll invite you to join me. I'll put in often inside of this podcast episode show notes where you can opt into following along closer with what I plan to do. And that is starting August 1, I plan, which I see as Tuesday, I plan to do 30 days of sketching. And I know this isn't novel. <laughs> like no one's ever done this before. I know a lot of people do this. I know some really talented artists that teach this. And my sketchbook has often been a place that I don't share because I don't spend a ton of time there. I sort of like to work things out in the painting. So this is challenging for me on a couple of levels. I'm technically not allowing myself to create something that I would put up for purchase. I'm also wanting to take the time to become a better artist and improve my illustration skills. I want to work with other mediums that I don't typically take the time to explore because I haven't, I don't necessarily feel a mastery over them that again would go into me selling that work. And most importantly, this is it. This is the tip that I led with some story and I'm giving you some context for what's inspiring me here. This is the tip. When you are feeling off center or as I shared in the title, you're just not feeling it. As an artist, come back to the basics, the basics of what gives you joy come back to that. That may be something different for you. For me, it has often been painting, but I am feeling, I'm feeling a little bit stuck within that medium. And so this is another way for me to use pencil. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was in a, in a store in Venice on Abbot Kinney Boulevard. I can't think of the name of the shop. It is a beautiful independent stationary shop actually had all kinds of travel like a nomad type shop everything from slippers to stationary to journals to art supplies to pens and these incredible colored pencils that are watercolor pencils I've played with those before but I tested them out in the store and then I thought about it and I immediately had to get some and I thought, oh, this will be perfect for me to play with. And then I remembered these other pencils. Um, I think they are called, I'm looking, I don't have it near me. I think it's Karan, 
Let me let me just pause and get it. Okay, I found it. I got my glasses and I found it. So yes, they're called Karan de Ash. I'm saying D-A. So C-A-R-A-N. D-A-C-H-E. They are Swiss made. So forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that. And back in 2018, when I was at a stationary uh, show and I met the distributor for Holbein Arts, which is one of my favorite Japanese uh, art supply companies, he just randomly gave me these pencils Quran Dash uh, pencils. And so I recognized these watercolor pencils. I'm like, oh, it's the same company. They're really nice quality. And I thought, I'm just not using pencil. And the truth is, if we talk about me going all the way back to basics, that was one of the classes I took in college. Because that's where we start often, right? We start looking at everything through grayscale, uh, through black, white, all the values and so I did only, I was only allowed to do sketching with graphite. I did figure drawing. We did still lives. I have, I have some of those incredible drawings. They're really fun. And they were big too, very big drawings. And we would, you know, sketch during that time. And so I have not gone all the way back to those basics. Just bumped my microphone. Hopefully that didn't come through. I've not gone all the way back to those basics in art making in a very long time. So I'm going, I'm going back. And I may use other, I may use other supplies for sure. I've chosen a sketchbook. Um, I'll share this with you in an email. So you'll have those links as well. I don't have it in front of me, but I've chosen a sketchbook that you can do some painting in as well. And so as I discover supplies or have an experience with this, I will definitely share more of the details with you. And by have an experience, I mean, see how different mediums work. I noticed that the watercolor pencil on this particular paper got a little, I couldn't make the paper too wet. And that's when the pencil is the richest, but this is the point of the sketchbook, right? Is to test things out and to make some maybe not great art in the process because I'm not skilled at all of these various supplies, but I really want to step outside of that. So this isn't just about coming back to the basics for me. There is an element of challenge there, but it's also the basics of a regular art practice, which you know I talk to you a lot about in the Daily Painting Method Masterclass and that that is, you know, truly me stepping into that particular approach to creating my work is really what built my business. And a lot of what I teach is based off of how that consistent practice and approach to communication, which we've touched upon a little bit today in this episode as well, is really what built me from zero to, you know, an over six figure business as an independent artist, pretty much as a solopreneur as well, without any support. So I'm very passionate about, about a regular practice of art. And I find, I don't find, I know that when you start it, it does create momentum. That's easier for you to pick up that energy. 
And I also know if I don't tell someone I'm going to do it, (laughs) it's very likely that I won't. And because I take my word seriously, I do have the right to change my mind. I don't know if I'll make all 30 days, but I've been experimenting before I put this out there and I've been doing pretty well. Even though it might be 15 minutes, uh, I took a trip recently and I was sketching at the dinner table and it's just been really fun, really fun and makes me instantly reconnect to why I started all of this to begin with and why I wanted to share my art and create art and be creative is because it it does that for me. When I feel connected to my center and I share from that place, whether it's in a podcast or it's in my art, especially, of course, with what we're talking about, that's where I feel like, ah, now this is worth sharing because I feel that that's what you connect with, that you can tell, right? And then if we're taking it a step further of when you're not feeling your art, and then if you are also working as a professional or your art business, your art business must be connected to you feeling connected to your center because there is no art business, as we said, without art, but there is also no art business without connection. And so how, not just with ourselves, but with whom we're sharing our work. So how do we reestablish that connection first within ourselves? Because if we don't have it within us, and maybe that's how you feel if you are forcing your social media. And sometimes you've just got to be disciplined and and put things out there, but you want to be thoughtful about that, right? And you want to put quality out there, not just post to post. And so if you're feeling that resistance, it may be that you haven't taken enough time to fill your own cup, you know, or as the metaphor everyone uses uh, to put your own oxygen mask on first, we must be connected. So if I'm feeling off in all of these areas, I know I can dial it all the way back and specific to an art business, dial it all the way back to the art that I'm making. And if it's not art that I'm selling, can it be the art that is purely for the love of making art, which is how Creative Thursday started. So it's all the way back to the business not that I don't love the art that I sell, I do, as you know, sometimes I don't let it go. <laughs> so, but, you know, there is something to be said for making art purely from a place of just making it not available for purchase. And I thought maybe you are feeling this way. You know, it's been just a lot of heat happening in the world right now. Summer's been rather intense and it can deplete energy for those of us in warmer climates. And so there is just a quietness to August in general. And, you know, except for Small Studio Sunday, which is happening August 27th, I will share more with you about that so you can stay in touch and come to our virtual art event that is with our featuring our expansive artists. But before then, there's some nice time to regroup and gather before the next quarter of the next season begins that leads us into holiday season and all the things that come along with that not only personally but professionally as artists so I thought maybe this might be something fun that you would like to do as well and I will create a hashtag 
I think I did. Let me see. I did put a post about this and, and suggested that you save the date. And I did. Let me see. I did put a hashtag. Otherwise, I would say that it's going to be available in the show notes. Yes, a 30-day, so 30-day sketch with Marisa. And yep, that is uh, the only post so far is my sketch. So who knows if someone will use it in the future who isn't Marisa. But if you want to sketch with me and I can see what you're doing, use the hashtag 30 day so three zero day sketch with marisa which is m-a-r-i-s-a one s only one r only and we'll post that in the show notes as well and come and sketch with me and let's see how this works for both of us because part of this uh and i have some episodes coming where i want to talk to you about the energy around selling work. Uh, We talk a lot in terms of practicalities and I certainly touch upon energy within the expansive artist. It's a very big part of how I coach and I teach, but I don't see a lot of it happening in conversation in general. Is what is our energy when we're selling work? What is our energy when we're creating work? What is our energy when we are coming to a place like this? to share publicly. So I've touched upon a couple of those topics within this episode to get us started. And I'd like to share more about that. So if you also have questions or you have any thoughts around this, reach out to me, you know, DM me at Creative Thursday. That's usually where I can see them. The easiest on Instagram versus Facebook doesn't always show me everything. Instagram doesn't either, but I can usually find it quicker than Facebook. And let me know what it is that, well, let me know if you're sketching with me. Let me know if you would like me to talk more about the energy around selling work and how that ends up impacting the success that we have as an artist and also how we feel as artists. There's a lot there, um, a lot of intricacies and complexities. And at the end of the day, it's also rather simple. Doesn't always make it easy, right? So I will share that with you until then, Tuesday, August 1st, um, sign up on the 30-day sketch list. I won't be sending you an email every day, but I typically send an email every Thursday. And so I may be sending you some more emails specifically for you who are interested in sketching with any supplies or discoveries I find along the way. And it may be something that if you're on that list that I might run an actual sketch, 30-day sketch, not challenge per se, but give you prompts and ideas to think about drawing as I move through this as well. So there's all kinds of ideas percolating. I'd love to share it with you. That link will be in the show notes and I will email that out to you if you're already on the Creative Thursday list so you can join that as well. And I'll look forward to making some art with you. I hope you are well. I hope if your spirit has been impacted in any way or you're going through something challenging that maybe some thoughts here will help you find some peace and some centeredness and some creativity and let's do some sketching together yes 
sound good. And until next time, thanks for listening. Happy creating, happy sketching. We'll talk soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.